Hi, this is Doug Levesque for the Bible Nation podcast, and this is part two of our Michigan Proposals uh, publications, and this part is for Proposition 3, uh, dealing with the legalization and expansion of abortion and abortion rights in Michigan. So please watch, uh, communicate with us on what you feel about this, and then share this video, part two of Michigan Proposals, on Proposal 3. What are we standing up for? The ability, the freedom to do what's right as God defines that right. God's the ultimate author of liberty. We don't want government to stand between us and our freedom to do what is right. Prop 3 in Michigan is the permanent legalization of abortion rights, the right to have an abortion, and also the enhancement of access to abortion laws. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Michigan is a state that in, in 1931, 32, we had a law that outlawed abortions. Mm -hmm. And when Roe v. Wade uh, happened, then we were under you know the federal guideline mandate, whatever you want to call it. It wasn't really a legalization. It just was the inability to prosecute, <laughs> right, yeah. is what it was. Yeah. And so when that got overturned, Roe v. Wade, that wasn't your right to an abortion. It wasn't, right. wasn't the mandate to an abortion right. or whatever. Gives it right back to the states. Right, gives it back to the states. And so we've been in a fight in our state. Um, and basically, we've reverted back to 1930 yeah. laws. And so in, in the state of Michigan, as of right now, you shouldn't be able to have an abortion in the state. And right. so there's been fights going on about that. But Prop 3 will say you absolutely do have that right. And in fact, we're going to enhance, they'll say enhance the laws, but it really becomes mandates mm -hmm. to um, make abortion a an idol mm -hmm. in the state, make it a sacred cow, and we are the state. You know, all the states around Michigan, people come into Michigan and drive up and down I-75, stopping at every pot shop so they can get pot because other states don't have the legalization mm -hmm. of pot. And so, I mean, Michiganders don't realize that. They might think it's, yeah. it's everywhere. But but Michigan, the industry is working great because... You know, all the states around are driving through Michigan just mm -hmm. collecting pot, you know, mm -hmm. where they can. And then Michigan's getting the taxes from that. So mm -hmm. when, when Whitmer says she wants to fix the roads, she's fixing it with pot tax, you know, mm -hmm. uh, with whatever's going there. And they're still not fixed. Yeah. And so there's a lot of road construction happening. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of road construction happening. the last happening. three months, it's like, man, there's cones everywhere. Right, yeah. I like these cones, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Six miles of cones for 100 feet of road work. So I want to watch this video. This is uh, one that uh, has been um, put out for, by some pro-life folks that's uh, circling around the Internet. It's a wonderful video. There's like four vignettes. Each vignette is talking about what Prop 3 would allow. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, not everyone's going to, you know, partake in, in all of this. But yeah. this is what, this is what would, would, would it allow. And really, we would have something that is worse than Roe v. Wade, mm -hmm. we would have something that, that made Michigan somewhat, I'm not going to say mandatory abortion, but everybody has to get in line behind abortion. Well, like doctors have to offer it. Uh, nurses have to participate in it or else they don't, they get, don't get, to, get to work. Um, teachers have to know the protocols and then teach the protocols. Mm -hmm. And so every student's being exposed. It's like we become a super abortion state if Prop 3 it's passes. The most, it's the most extreme abortion law in the country right yes. now. And it will make us the, the most or one of the most extreme states on abortion. And obviously we have a governor right now who's running on this. This is her issue. I mean, yes. she's running on this as a right for women. And this is the threat of it being taken away. Right. And, you know, of course, Prop 3 also, and I might talk about it in these videos, I haven't seen it yet, but it talks about 
uh, minors having access to abortion without parental consent. Well, they say um, sexual health. And so even like, for instance, they're, we're going to see in the thing for a boy, if the boy is having gender issues, he can sterilize himself. The teacher has life. to yeah, make that. And then he doesn't have to tell his parents that. So this isn't just abortion. This is, mm-hmm. goes into the sodomite crowd. 100%. Right? Which with, the, with, their, with their type of sexual behavior, they're never going to need an abortion. But they, they want um, less kids. And then they want these kids to come and join their, their crowd. And, and the state's going to semi-mandate it and then fund it and mm-hmm. then put everybody else in, in its umbrella. And then everybody else is becomes a Nazi who's taken away rights. And so that's where we are with Prop 3. Yeah. And, um, you know, some of the stuff that's been going against Prop 3 has just been saying it's too confusing. Well, it is confusing, but that's because people aren't imaginative to see just how evil it is. Right. I, I think the confusing part is that this is incredibly evil. Could this really be what is happening? And that's, that's it's not confusing. It is that evil. Right. So we're going to watch each of these um, uh, vignettes. We'll watch the vignette, and then you guys, you know, make some comments on the, on the vignette. Michigan, this November 8th, you have the right to choose. And your choice will decide whether we wake up in a better Michigan or a Michigan that has been radically transformed. Help me understand what's going on with you. You're just not yourself lately. Mom? Two weeks ago, I had an abortion. What? How? How? How is that possible? You're only 14. Your doctor didn't even tell me. My teacher said they wouldn't have to anymore since Prop 3 passed. I didn't know. Here's a situation where a 14-year-old girl, for however reason, whatever reason, you know, can go and get an abortion, you know, and then they all say, you know, rape and incest. Well, what if it was rape and incest? Shouldn't right. mom know? Right. Shouldn't something be reported? Right. And, you know, so that's pure hypocrisy for them to mm-hmm. say that. Um, we've talked before that life begins at conception. Uh, that's proven in every gynecological um, handbook. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, abortion, especially as birth control, is just self-interest. It's just covering your back. It's murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they want to put out, well, what about rape and incest? And I would like to say, yeah, what about rape and incest? She got a 14-year-old girl. How'd she get pregnant? Mm-hmm. Uh, mom doesn't have to know. You know, doctor doesn't have to report. The teacher has to mandate, you know, the opportunities and options uh, for her. And so, you know, this is parental rights times 10. Well, it's a fundamental attack on who do the kids belong to. Yeah. This is my child. Right. And so I want to know what they're going through, and I deserve the right to know. And nobody gets to make a permanent life-altering choice on my child without my consent. We don't let 14-year-olds drive. You know, we don't let 17-year-olds drink. We but we're going to let smoke. We're going to let 14-year-olds handle a lifelong decision that uh, amounts to murder that could affect their body yeah. that's in, engaged in their morality and their family. Their conscience and their soul. And, and their conscience and their soul. And what about whoever did do the impregnating if if it you know what about the father's rights and stuff as well here so this is the destruction of society at the core Mm -hmm. yeah if you if you rip up this girl's soul she's never gonna be the same Mm -hmm. and you know she'll vote for you now for the rest of her life Mm -hmm. because now the right to an abortion becomes a soothing of my conscience that's what it is right and so you're gonna you're gonna own them through this process just like we say if we open up uh, you know, the borders and let all these illegal aliens in and the Democrats feed them, they'll vote Democrat now the rest of their life and the Democrat is the party for the alien or whatever. And that's the same thing here. As, you, as, as we've established this culture and this right, 
you've got lifelong voters that's going to mm-hmm. keep us in power. We could care less about them right. because we'll we'll say to you rape or incest. But what what happened to this girl? We don't know how this girl's you know pregnant, and yet right. the law is going to you know give her an opportunity to go take care of this, and nobody knows. Right. So somebody could push her to go do that. Even the teacher could push her to go do that, and then they never have to answer you know for their for for the cause. So unimaginable. Know. Yeah. Unimaginable. And now, what do you tell a fourteen year old girl? She comes and and says to you, Pastor, you know, how do you handle that? Entirely different. What what are your First thoughts, first process. Uh, go talk to your parents. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, you're going to get parents involved in what's going on here and help <laughs> and help a kid who's already going through a traumatic situation in their own life. And, and I'm going to say, so gonna, was this rape or incest? Right. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's make sure there's an answering, there's a call. And then I'm going to say, um, you know, you, you can have this this uh, child, and there's there's somebody waiting for this child that will love this child. I mean, you can talk about adoption. I mean, there's, you, could, yeah. you could take this 90% the other way. Right. This is narrowing her in a 10% uh, hole to try to drop her in. Well, and you're telling me that if my kid doesn't do his homework, I'm going to get a call from the school. Right. But if my kid gets pregnant and gets an abortion, I'm not going to get a call from the school. Right. Like, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense it's, it's at all. It's insanity. So it's deliberate and it's right. wrong. And insanity doesn't say, hey, this is insanity. Insanity lies and says, hey, this is best, best uh, procedure. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to number vignette number two. I just don't understand why my son wants to sterilize himself and there's nothing I can do about it. What do you mean there's nothing you can do? He's only 10 and you're his mother. Prop 3 passed and gave every individual the right to effectuate decisions about sterilization. His teacher told him that if he wants to transition, he can do this. There's nothing I can do if he decides to go through with it. It's his choice. I didn't know. It's time to pull your kids out of public education because teachers are going to be under these laws, and I guarantee you that a good Christian school, maybe even the Catholic school, they're going to be like, "Uh -uh." uh-uh. We're not giving them these options. We're not putting the poster up and having the special class and all these other kinds of things. And so parents, they need to exercise their rights by defunding Education. I, I noticed when they're pu- putting that up, uh, putting the pro- proposition up on the screen. There, you don't have time to read it, but I have, and it and it says that the that the right to reproductive freedom mm-hmm. is what they call it. It's mm-hmm. Not necessarily health or the best decision. Mm-hmm. You're giving that to a ten or fourteen year old. Number one, which which you know, a seventeen year old doesn't have that right to to do things. A fifteen year old doesn't have right, right to do things. But you're you're putting that in their hands, and it says shall not be infringed upon. This is like the Second Amendment. So they're saying abortion is like a gun in your hand. Right. You have the right to bear arms, and you have the right to kill children. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's the way that they're equating this. And I, I mean, they're not they're not selling it that way. Well, and the yeah, they're right. not being told or taught that you're killing a life. You're yeah. just making a medical choice, like getting your tonsils out. Now there are ten year old boys that if if all this stuff is laid out to them about gender, they're going to go, "That's stupid." Yeah. There's some ten year old boys that are like, "That's yeah. stupid. Let's go play football." You yeah. know what I mean? But but there is that ten year old boy, who w- void of other leadership, and maybe subject to things that are suppressing their emotions or whatever else, are going to say, well, I think I could please someone. Some they'd be pleased with me. I'd be doing right. They could be well, directed into this mm-hmm. as a ten year old. Statistically, that we're seeing that, you know, these kids, you know, every kid from six years old on up. 
they want to find a group that they connect with. Some people find the athlete, the athlete, so they become a jock. Some mm -hmm. people find the, the computer nerd, so they become right. that or, or whatever. Right. You know, what happens? Kids aren't socializing. They're going online. They're finding these chat rooms. Mm -hmm. These chat rooms of kids that are transgender, kids that are furries, or whatever they, they these may be are. kids or they may not be kids. They might right. be dirty old men. Exactly, right. and so they're finding this group of people that accept them and want them, and they get talked into these things. And they think if I want to fit in with this group, I got to do these things. Yeah. And of course, we understand as adults, like this is a child, an adolescent mind trying to figure things out. The fact that the kid is having these thoughts, one of our parents, don't let your kids just have access to the internet. I mean, right. that's just right, but these kids are going through this i think that's the the most important thing that there's an active parent yeah involved in helping right. them through this and again a biblical understanding of the family yeah. this is why we say the best culture is a bible culture mom and a dad healthy relationship kids going through this let's sit down and have a conversation right let's see what the you bible can, you says can steer about them it. through some of this stuff help yeah. them through it pray with them and, and guide right. them through so the process you're, you're hitting at a point that even the, the proposition of this commercial that we just saw uh -huh. is what an indictment on modern parenting. Right. Sure. That a child can come to the point of this type of decision outside of the influence and guidance of their parent. Right. That the parent's so disconnected that, first of all, they have influential voices in their life that would lead a child to go to make a wholly unnatural decision mm -hmm. because there's nothing about their biology that would push them this way. There's right. nothing about the, their makeup or the design of them mm -hmm. that would push them in this direction. So this is an artificial desire mm -hmm. that has been artificially put on them. And yet a child has been so wholly left to himself or it's sold to the government mm -hmm. or sold to the culture that they could be influenced to the point now that a child would even desire to do this against the consent and knowledge of his parents. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, that America, that is where we are at. Yes. That, right. that is where we're at. That, that, a, that is, that is, that is your sexual revolution. That is you hippies out there mm -hmm. that raise your kids this way. Yeah. This is the fruit of your greed. This yeah. is the fruit of all of it. Yeah. This is where we've come. This uh, Everything that you, when you rejected Bible truth right. and you didn't listen to the preacher right. and you decided you were going to go your own way, this is the fruit. This is what you get. And the reason mm. that, that Pastor Jason is so adamant that, yeah, and, and I'm, <laughs> but I mean, I'm a pastor yeah. too, and I've, I've dealt with these exact situations, is that these laws are umbrellas to protect the pedophile, the incestuous person, mm -hmm. the rapist, you mm -hmm. know, the professional taking advantage of them, or the homosexual that's recruiting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's really what it's not put it's not couched in those words, but I it's know. saying we're gonna take secular humanization, we're gonna weaponize it in the public schools, and then we're gonna shoot it against Christian parenthood. Right. That I mean that that really is it. And so, you know, one thing is to vote no on Prop right. Three. Another thing is to execute parental rights and there's a there's a right there's a line that it doesn't matter who's the king or who's the authority parental authority and responsibility trumps that oh yeah and that's got to be preached and understood you know we've got upset parents in these concepts but they're like i didn't know what can i do well, I that's what I'm saying. imagine being yeah. there you see that mm -hmm. and as a parent i'm like i'm just listening i have six kids i'm yeah. hearing them say my tenure i don't i don't have a say i don't like i'm thinking how could anybody <laughs> get to a point where you feel like you don't have a say in your 10 year old or yeah. you're that like he said that disconnected with yeah. it's unreal and th yeah. the fact that that's where we are when my 10 year old's about to take a butter knife and stick it in the electric plug listen i might tackle him yeah you know what i'm saying and people could say oh that's abuse or whatever else but if i got a 10 year old and he's about to cut off his nature manhood you know i'm going to tackle him right. and whoever told him to do that i'm going to tackle him as yeah. well because it's self defense in that regard right. and so you know this is just uh 
insanely and um, without without using the words, it's protecting right. the the pedophile and the homosexual and the um, and the you know incestuous rapist. It's it's protecting them in, right. in that regard as well. Let's watch the next one. Thanks very much for coming in. Look in all the tests. Everything's going fine. Baby is very, very healthy. But I need to ask you before we go any further, are you sure this child is not going to cause you any mental health issues? Fear, anxiety, stress? I mean, it's my fourth kid, so probably. <laughs> well, if you feel that way, we can terminate this pregnancy for you. How is that possible? Well, now the Proposition 3 has passed, you know you have the right to terminate this pregnancy up to the time of a birth. Really? Yes, if it would be advisable for the protection of your mental health. I didn't know. So, here's the other thing. There are industries that want to buy fetal material. Mm -hmm. So, this is going to spark industry and help industry because if, if I can have this this child up till the day it's supposed to be born and then I can sell it for whatever purposes, scientific purposes, makeup purposes, medical purposes, right? They're making vaccines, you know, using some of this stuff, then you're you're helping a sick industry as well. If doctors are forced to have this piece of paper, if you're gonna practice and, and you've got to put this, you know, even if you don't want to, but you have to put these options forward to somebody then that puts you in the mix of having to do that. And then we're going to, we already have a doctor nurse shortage. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so they, they have to put these uh, things forward against their own, their own will. They're almost selling it. And like most other things, like we were talking about with the vaccines, okay, if, if they have to almost sell it, are they getting a kickback mm -hmm. on that? Mm -hmm. are, are the, do they have to report uh, that as well? And, and so uh, this is not fair to the medical, medical pr profession. What do you think, guys? Well, I think statistically, I mean, the overwhelming majority of these abortions happening in minority communities. And so there's there's an agenda there as well. Yeah. There's an agenda where this is how we keep the minorities down. It's going to enhance the true racist Absolutely. that says, you know, Absolutely yeah, right. let, let's uh, let's kill black there's, babies or Mexican we're babies. We're talking or, incentive. I mean, the, right. the powers that be, the evil behind this, that's part of their thing is yeah. let's, let's minimize minority influence yeah. in America and minority populations in America. And they know yeah. that. When we legalize this stuff, these minority populations are uh, uh, the. Oh, I don't know the exact statistic, mm -hmm. but the overall majority of yeah. murders in black communities are abortions. It's population control as well by those that are, you know, wanting to push um, population control. You know, according to Great Lakes Justice Centers, our, our good friends Wagner and Coleman, mm -hmm. uh, they have a fact sheet out on Proposal Three, and one of the points they make here is because of all the because of the all encompassing exceptions. The amendment effectively guarantees the right to abortion at any time right up to the moment of birth. Mm -hmm. Further, it effectively guarantees the right to partial birth abortion and the right to terminate a child's life in the womb at any time based upon a child's disability, gender, race, or for any other reason. So this is wholesale. Mm -hmm. So so not only what y'all are talking about mm -hmm. in, the, in the selling of fetal material and mm -hmm. all those different things, uh, but literally... Um, a, a child can be aborted, murdered mm -hmm. at, at any point, mm -hmm. at any point. And, and so what is partial birth abortion? That means uh, the baby's, if you've seen a baby being born yeah. before, the baby's head comes out first. Right. You chop off the baby's head. Yeah. While, yeah. The, while the toe is still in the womb. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. And you can kill that crying. baby. <laughs> so that, that's, 
That is what you're voting for. Yeah. You're voting for that to happen in America legally. And if you vote for, if you vote yes for Proposition 3, that is, God will not hold you guiltless. Right. That is on you. Absolutely. That is on you. That every That's one, on our that, nation. That, that is on, yeah, but it's on every individual yeah. voter because yeah. now this is an exercise of authority. Yeah. And so if you're voting yes on Prop 3, mm-hmm. then just, just know mm-hmm. you are voting for children to be murdered mm-hmm. with one toe in the womb. Right. Put that in, in your head. Mm-hmm. You said yes. Right. Um, what would only make this thing equitable mm-hmm. is if it would require those voting yes to actually do the deed. Right. Right. Well, you know, so many of the political ads that are going on now, whether it's endorsing or criticizing a candidate or out for Prop 3, are these medical professionals, doctors in their white suits, and they're saying the government should not get involved in my medical decisions. In other words, your right to murder a baby. Stay out of my body. And I'll tell you what I think. I think you, number one, have participated in this. You've done these things, and you're getting off on it, Mm -hmm. and you want it. You know, it's, it's my right to exercise medical lordship. Uh, over people because while you might have a doctor that's that is forced to do this and doesn't want to do this and it has this country you probably have many doctors like yeah because i'm getting 10 bucks a pop or you know i'm getting you know this and and then you know you 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 get off on power i mean a dictator doesn't mind if 500 people die right right so that he stays in power and so the doctor pool is getting smaller and smaller it's a powerful thing and if and and why would i mind if 500 children a die and my my pockets lined and I'm I'm have this elevated over life and death, you know I'm I'm elevated over life and death and that makes me important. Yeah. You know well, that I can do yeah. that. Pharaoh didn't care. Right. Herod didn't care. Right. So, I mean it, it's this is not new. Right. And the fact that you could have a little demagogue doctor, right? You know, participating in this stuff, and we know that 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 has happened. You've had killer nurses and surgeons and things like that, and they're making decisions that aren't theirs to make. And the average everyday American. Mm-hmm has been taught for multiple generations now that this is just a medical procedure. Yeah. And this is why we're trying to break this out. Hopefully, you know, you're listening, you understand that this is far beyond a medical procedure. This is murder. It's murder. This is murder. This is a life. What what happened to follow the science? The most basic biology will tell you that at conception, that's life. There's life breathing. There's life happening. So when you terminate a life, that is the definition of murder. And that's not being promoted in the media. It's not being promoted in education. It's not being promoted on it's social not, media. No, it's not being taught. No, so our, our culture has been debased. Let's watch this last little vignette. You are the county prosecutor. My 15-year-old granddaughter is dead, and you tell me you can't do anything to the person who killed her? I understand your frustration, but since Proposition 3 passed, the state shall not penalize, prosecute, or otherwise take adverse action against someone for aiding or assisting a pregnant individual in exercising their right to reproductive freedom with their voluntary consent. There's just nothing I can do. I didn't know. You know, basically, people are supposed to be protectant of you. Parents, teachers, doctors, nurses, they're in a situation where, like, I, there's, there's nothing I can do. They can no longer protect, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, then who's, who's protecting? I mean, this is all-encompassing state power by um, a, a, a governor whose attorney general is a married lesbian with children, um, debased uh, in their mind and their thinking, especially the, of the law. So the law is a means for them to have power and execute 
control. Mm-hmm. And, and so Prop 3 just elevates that and permanizes that uh, in the worst way, in the worst way with innocence. And so we are at a time of Pharaoh. We are at a time of, um, of Herod. And, you know, I think passing this then forces the Lord, as in the time of Noah, you know, with Sodom and Lot. It forces the, It's not us bringing uh, judgment or saying that we're bringing—or that, you know, it's us saying, whoa, 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 stop, because God's going to have to judge Michigan, mm-hmm. let alone the United States, but Michigan mm-hmm. for taking a lead in this and, and, and doing it. Michigan has always prided itself on, on its independence, and we've gotten around enough in Michigan to know there's a there's a lot of conservative movement in Michigan, but it's also just I think a lot of, of apathy. Just leave me alone, and mm-hmm. so freedom becomes apathy, and that's what happens mm-hmm. uh, in the state of Michigan. So Prop One, Prop Two, Prop Three are all dangerous, are all leftist, are all totalitarian, are all evil, e- evil, and give way to a great capacity of sin and then protection thereof for the for the perpetrators of that. And I don't see how. Uh, I don't see how, you know, I guess I could say this 20 years ago, I, I wouldn't see that this even could come to pass, but I don't see how this could come to pass without there being a breakup, real breakup of society. Mm-hmm. And the ones who are good are going to be called evil and they are going to be sought after as trying to undermine society, rebels and terrorists and all those different kinds of things. Well, you know, and that's, as, as you say that, the breakup of society, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm already thinking, you know, we're praying, we're going to work, we're going to get the word out that people need to vote no in Prop 3. Mm-hmm. Um, if we feel a little bit of hopelessness in it or like, um, not hopeless, but like, um, we're pushing against the tide. It's true because the tide, we, we all discern that the weight of the world, the weight of the culture, the weight of the tide is moving in this direction. Mm -hmm. We are, we are literally trying to stop the, the flow of this river that's going this way. If it does pass, if it does pass, you're going to, you're going to see initially over probably the next year. Um, an exodus from public schools, mm-hmm. you know, as people become aware of this, but, but really it's going to require the, the de, um, construction of our modern society. Right. It, it, that's, yeah. that's the only way you're going to be able to fight this mm-hmm. because the only way you're going to be able to now in the environment of prop three is to remove people and that includes children and everything mm-hmm. from the influence of these voices yeah. completely. And so, you know, that's, that's the next step mm-hmm. after this, mm-hmm. if, if it were to happen, because now, uh, the government is not going to be an advocate for life. The only way you're going to be able to do it is by doing the work in individual lives of people and convince them not to go this way. You know, China had their one-child policy. And so if you were a married couple, you could have one child. That didn't You didn't have to go and get permission and certification and licensing so that you had this one child. But if you had the second child, then the state was mandated, and it would, it would kill this child. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a state-mandated killing. Now, there were a lot of people who didn't participate in that, like against the state, but then they had to live this lie and they had to justify it or they had to pay these taxes or they were brought before ma- uh, magistrates and everything. Well, then now, even even though China has a billion people, they're still saying we actually don't have enough to perpetrate this kind of growth that we want. Now they're saying they're actually having a population problem because, you know, it's an aged population. Mm. And the other thing is then all their kids are only kids. And you know as well as I do, you grow up with <laughs> brothers and sisters. It helps you get adjusted. And yeah. you have all these only childs. And, and so even though they have mandated military service, they got a bunch of soft mama boys who play video games coming in to be in the military, and they can't handle it. And they got so they got mental illness. Guys are all just saying, I'm crazy or whatever. Their suicide levels are high. And so, you know, 
these kinds of things are horrible for society and they they're going to go to a place where you can only have one child Mm -hmm. or you have to go yeah you're you're married you have to go to the state and get this certification and now you want a child you have to go to this go through the hospital and get this prepaid certification to have this child and i mean that's that is going to be how sick you know where it goes because people want to evolve into the star trek society Mm -hmm. you know what i mean where we can all go to mars but you're going to have to play the game and I, you know, I don't think that's ever going to be accepted, but I think that's going to be in people's minds. Yeah. And that's, that's where, um, you know, they're going to want to go with that. So, you know, we believe life begins a conception. Abortion is murder. Um, you, you know, if I'm, if, I'm a, if I'm a doctor or I'm a, a fireman and there's an accident and a pregnant woman is trying to have a baby and I, I'm trying to save everybody and then I'm at just at the decision where, you know, what do I do? do you know, and, you know, that's a horrible decision. That guy shouldn't be per- prosecuted for the decision at that point in time. He's trying to save somebody and he makes a decision. I get that. And I get that there is that one in a million freakish situation where a decision has to be made. Someone here is going to die. Right. Pastor Georgia says, you know, two people are hanging by a rope and, you know, one, one's got to get cut. But you don't go into the situation like that. Doctors are supposed to swear to protect life for everybody. Yeah. And nowadays, medicine's so good. You can cesarean that baby. You can get people to a hospital. You can do, you know, and so that, those little minor infractions that make us so cold because we say no exceptions, right. you know, um, the reality is, 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 you know, nobody's going to prosecute that. That's something special that gets looked at after the fact, and nobody's going to prosecute anybody for that. But that ought not to, that one once in a million thing ought not to be the thing that drives you know, all law and everything else. You know, you're talking about, you know, the, the exception, and it's always, you know, in the case of rape and, and incest. Right. But this law uh-huh. is going to increase rape and incest. Yes. Prohibits enforcement of criminal statutes against statutory rape and child sexual abuse and other similar statutes. In other words, sex between a 12-year-old girl and a 45-year-old man will now be protected by this new right, so long as the child consents, and that's that's and that's what I was saying. Yeah. There's no way because that that girl doesn't have to say anything, nope. you know, in there. And so, you know, we should. Have, Michigan doesn't have a death penalty. That's in our constitution, mm-hmm. and it's the only thing in the constitution that says this can never be changed mm-hmm. in the constitution. Which means Michigan probably will will never have a death penalty. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, if you have a a, a a rapist or an incestuous type of person. That needs to get maximum effect of the law every single time, you know. And but it's just it's just not going to. And so, um, obviously, you know, you have to vote the candidates and, and vote your conscience. But but I think the candidates weak, and so they have to put these propositions underneath them. And these propositions are not at all what they say they are. That's why they're confusing. Mm-hmm. There's an agenda here. It's an evil one. I'm voting no on Prop One, Two, uh, and Three. And I'm probably going to end up having to vote for the person that stands there with me. Yeah. Even whether whether they're a, a great candidate or not, you know, mm-hmm. if it was a buffoon in a clown suit, uh, but they were saying no to Prop One, Two, Three, that, that'd probably be the you know, the, unfortunately, the best <laughs> yeah. you know, the best that I could do there. So, final words to you guys. The Bible says Psalm one twenty seven: Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are the children of the youth. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. Yeah. You know, I think happy, God, blessing, and prosperity. The shooting of your, you're going to be more prosperous mm-hmm. with those with those arrows shot out from behind you. God's design mm-hmm. is that to be happy and to do our duty on this earth is to be blessed with children, mm-hmm. to raise them right, and the nurture and admonition of the Lord to teach them to be fruitful citizens of society, so mm-hmm. that the things that we believe and teach, and that the 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 Bible that we stand on as our foundation lives on forever, and 
that we continue to perpetuate what God wants to happen on this earth. And so children are a blessing. You know, that the question that was asked in that vignette is, is this child going to add personal mental stress to you? Mm. Of course it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I have a quiver full of it. They add stress yeah. to my life. I, I'm going bald. That's yes. for sure. Yeah. But they are the blessing and the heritage of the Lord. It's, the, it's his reward. And so, you know, it's that idea of this selfish society. Mm. Does it affect you? Well, put yourself aside. Do what's right. Mm-hmm. Listen, you have a child and you raise that child. There's nothing greater. There's nothing more right. wonderful. You got anything to add to that, Pastor Georges? <clears throat> he that followeth after righteousness and mercy shall find life, righteousness, and honor. Mm. This vote is, your vote is authority. You have responsibility to God to exercise authority according to his righteousness. Mm-hmm. You're, you'll help, you're held accountable for the way you vote. Mm. And so, I mean, that's, that, that's how you have to approach this. And so, you know, I can, I can unapologetically, I can definitively say, um, particularly on, on Prop 3, mm-hmm. you know, this is against the Word of God. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It, it is against the Word of God. Mm-hmm. So if you claim to be a Bible believer, mm-hmm. you got to vote no on 3. That's why we put a sign out in front that says, believe Bible truth. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because if you believe Bible truth, then you will vote it's no It's not just a three. political issue. This is a moral issue. It's a moral issue. This is not something this is that's the a... Soul, this is the soul of Michiganders on on trial here. Mm-hmm. This is what we're, we're about to determine what kind of people we are. Right. You know, are we barbarians or are we not? Are, are we civilized or are we not? I mean, this is, this is, you know, and you can mask it. We can mask it in whatever we want to mask it in mm-hmm. of modernity uh, and, and enlightenment and liberality. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's barbaric. It's important um, that you watch these podcasts and give us feedback we always like you to share these podcasts so that they grow and that people are getting this uh, biblical thought in cultural issues. But as we do this recording, there's three weeks before election time in Michigan, and hopefully this would help people across the country. But it really is time for you to share these podcasts and share this one in particular about Prop 1, 2, and 3. I, I hope that we have educated you. I hope that we have motivated you to really be clear in your conscience on what to vote and, and how to vote. That obviously is yours. Uh, but we're voting no on Prop 1, 2, and 3. Uh, go to BibleNation.org. Go to our website, and there's articles and products, and, of course, all our podcasts there. For, so we'd love to hear from you about these issues as well. And remember, the best culture is a Bible culture. It's proven, and it works.